County Sheriff's Office is asking for the public's help in locating a 34-year-old Utah man. The family says they have done all that was in their hands to find their loved one. Today there's a new search in the disappearance of a New Hampshire woman nearly 40 years ago. Investigators in Snohomish County, they have cracked part of the mystery of yet another cold case. <laughs> Losing someone close to you is considered one of the most painful experiences a person can go through, physically and mentally. You're destroyed with grief and hopelessness. No words can sum up the anguish you go through. While losing someone to death is commensurate with those feelings, what about when someone goes missing? You've certainly lost them, just not in the traditional sense. And would that hurt even more, not knowing where they are? If they are okay? Are they dead or alive? Not knowing likely adds another layer of torture to the equation. At what point is your missing loved one considered dead? The government states that a person missing or someone not heard from for seven years is presumed dead. I'm sure it's easier to make this claim when you're not directly affected by the missing person. So imagine the feeling you're overcome with when your loved one returns or is found after such a long period of time. Imagine you haven't seen them in 40 years and everyone including yourself has unwillingly written them off as dead. And then you see them again. We found three stories of people who have been missing for over 40 years, found alive and well, and here are their stories. A woman who resided in Pearl River County, Mississippi, went missing between May of 1977 and March of 1978. It was assumed Bullock left Pearl River after she was served a summons to appear in court. At the time, she was actively pursuing custody of her four children against her ex-husband. The last anyone had communicated with Bullock was on the 28th of May, when she was directly served the summons. She was meant to appear in court on the 24th of June the following month, but she never showed up, which is why the assumption was made that she willingly left the county. Janice Bullock was estranged from her immediate family, and they hadn't heard from her until they received a letter in 1976, two years before her last known communication. Forty years later, in 2017, her children, now fully grown adults, reported her missing. Nobody had heard from her in any way, shape, or form for four decades. To assist further in the search for their mother, they submitted DNA tests in hopes she could be located, even if it was revealed that she was dead. One theory authorities explored was that she was the victim of a serial killer, Terry Petter Rasmussen. All of Rasmussen's victims had been discovered but one, and the timeline matched up with her disappearance. Furthermore, Janice Bullock and her situation had a great deal of similarities to Rasmussen's other victims, 
a young single mother estranged from family and friends and down on her luck. Genetic genealogy tests had also determined that the last known unidentified victim of Rasmussen had strong ties to Pearl River County, the same area in which Janice Bullock resided directly before she went missing. With the DNA provided by her children, they were able to determine that despite the strong similarities and the high probability of her being a victim of Rasmussen, she was not a match through DNA. Authorities looked at other violent offenders in the area, some who target the same demographic as Rasmussen, but were not able to tie Janice Bullock to anyone on their list. Then finally, in January of 2022, Mississippi Coast Crime Stoppers, an organization that encourages the members of their community to fight against crime by overcoming fear and apathy, made an appeal to the public regarding Janice Bullock and asking for any information the public has. This led to a civilian submitting a tip regarding Janice Bullock's second husband. He was deceased at the time of the tip being submitted, so investigators reached out to his son, who was living in Texas at the time. When they met with the man, he began to show them family photos, which seemingly had Janice in them, after her last known correspondence. He pointed them to a woman back in Mississippi living in a nursing home. This woman, confronted by the investigators in February 2022, admitted that she was currently living under an alias, and she was indeed Janice Rose Bullock. She had been living under the alias since 1980 and had married and raised a son under the new name. The man the authorities contacted, who eventually led them to Janice, stated her and her late husband had purchased him from his biological parents for $1,000 and had raised him as their own, and he is currently trying to find his biological family through DNA. Dean and Tina Lean Klaus were found murdered in their rural Houston home on January 12, 1981. They had a baby at the time, and upon arriving to the crime scene, authorities were not able to locate the infant despite their thorough search of the property. Before moving to Texas, the couple resided in New Smyrna Beach, Florida, but ended up moving to Texas so Dean could pursue a career in carpentry work. After arriving in Texas, Dean's mother received a call from a group stating that they would deliver Dean's vehicle, which he was borrowing from his mother, to her address in Florida if she paid them $1,000. She agreed to the deal and later received the car, delivered by three women, wearing what could only be described as white religious robes. The woman stated that Dean and Tina had joined the religious group and were in the process of giving up their possessions and, for the most part, cut ties with their families. Shortly after this encounter, their bodies were discovered. Dean, who at the time was simply known as an unidentified male, was found badly beaten which was likely the cause of his death. And Tina, known as an unidentified woman, was strangled. Their bodies would go unidentified for 41 years until being identified through advanced DNA techniques. With this breakthrough, in one of the county's oldest unsolved murder cases, Texas investigators partnered with their counterparts in three other states to search for records of the missing infant. And shockingly, their efforts paid off and they were able to locate baby Holly Mary, alive and well, and now 42 years of age. With the identification of the bodies and the location of the missing child, 
authorities were able to piece together some of the missing details. According to reports, two women, who were members of the nomadic religious group, the same three women who delivered the car, dropped baby Holly off at a church in Arizona when she was still an infant. She was eventually adopted and her adoptive parents are currently cleared of any suspicion of wrongdoing. Even though some of the story has surfaced, authorities are no closer to finding Dean and Tina's murderer or murderers at this time, and any information you may have could further help shed light on this case. An Austrian-born man went missing in May 1969. He immigrated to Australia from Austria in the early 1980s and was a farmer, working on a farm just outside of the town of Karnama in Western Australia. One day during his shift, he asked his boss if he could take a break and quickly head into town to buy cigarettes and pick up his mail. He didn't return to work and was pulled over by police just two days later. When authorities asked him who he was, he gave them a fake name, claiming he was Stephen Adamic. Eventually, his car was found abandoned in the neighboring town Menzies, in the Goldfields region, and there was no trace of Otto. At the time, another man was arrested for murdering a hitchhiker in Karnama. Following this pattern, police thought Otto may have also been a victim, but the murderer was later cleared as he had an alibi. Over the next five decades, authorities had a very difficult time making any progress in the case. Had Otto not given the police officer that pulled him over a fake name, they may have avoided confusion and likely would have made progress at a much quicker pace. And then in March 2019, cold case detectives finally cracked the case and located Otto's siblings, who were living in Victoria at the time. When contacted, his siblings informed them that their brother Otto had been alive, and was currently alive and well and living with his own family in Italy. They also revealed that it wasn't very uncommon of Otto to go missing for periods of time throughout the 60s and 70s, and not tell friends or family where he was going. The detectives in July of 2019 were finally able to connect with Otto via Skype at his home in Italy. Although he had aged five decades, he still resembled the photo of his younger self in a cold case file that they had on him. And according to Otto, he was unaware he was even considered a missing person. When asked about the fake name he gave to the police officer that pulled him over, he stated that he became scared as he didn't have a driver's license at the time and was worried he may be fined or arrested. He recalled driving out of town and running out of fuel, which resulted in the abandonment of the vehicle. He eventually hitchhiked to the Northern Territory and traveled throughout Australia before leaving some time in the 1970s. He returned to Austria and enrolled in a national service before settling in Italy, where he met his wife and made a family of his own. Thank you guys for watching. We cover a lot of dark topics on this channel, so it's nice to read and write about cases that have a happy ending once in a while. And it's also nice to know that despite headlines we read near daily about law enforcement making the wrong move or poor decisions, some officers and detectives never give up on missing people. And it's the hard work and dedication they put into their cases that could likely lead to closure and a happy ending of what would otherwise be a bleak investigation. Thanks for watching, and thank you for helping us reach 30,000 subscribers. Thanks for being a part of our community. We'll see you in the next upload.